If you want to be on this podcast, go to mindsetdesign.com slash askarlen, and you can ask a question as well as get assigned to a coaching session with one of my maxi coaches. This is completely free, and I'll be doing this definitely all of January. I'm excited to dive deep with each of you and see if we can, um, you know, make you and the world a better place. That's what this is all about. Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host, Arlen Moore. In this podcast, the hope is to provide the listener with actionable advice and inspiration to inspect their own mindset and make the changes they need to achieve success and fulfillment in their own life. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about mindset design, visit mindsetdesign.com or go to who.be slash Arlen. That's H-O-O dot B-E slash Arlen. Or simply share an episode with a friend. That would be fire. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Arlen. Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This is your host, Arlen. What's up? Uh, I just, it's, uh, what time is it? It's 9.16 a.m. as I'm recording this one. I just got back from uh, a walk. I took a walk down the beach today and did a little meditation, a little morning yoga, um, kind of a, a little self-care morning, I guess you could say. And um, yeah, I felt like it was a bit bit like necessary to just really, um, you know, I, I guess uh, the past week or so, I've just been waking up and uh, recording this podcast first thing, but I felt switch it up, you know, go out and do something different. And so that's what I did. I took a nice walk. And uh, on the walk, I was just folk. I had a couple things that were on my mind I wanted to share with you. The first one is just simply as I'm walking, trying to like maintain as much, uh, I guess the best way to describe it is awareness as possible. So not allowing myself to drift off into thought, but instead um, allowing my thoughts to drift while maintaining the, well, while maintaining the position of observing them. So like, for example, even as I'm speaking now, I'm aware of the words that I'm saying. And even as you're listening, you can kind of hold that stillness, that awareness. So I was just kind of thinking of that. And then, um, you know, that's sort of the basic, the most basic thing that there is in meditation and all that. But a little bit beyond that, I was thinking about just all of the things that are in my awareness. So, for example, I, I was sitting down on the beach, there a bunch of people a lot of other people around here are doing like, you know, jogging, surfing, meditation, all these like, it's, it's kind of a cool area around here in um, uh, where I'm, where I am right now in LA, uh, near the beach. And yeah, I was just thinking about all the things that I can perceive in my awareness. And it was like, I can see like everything I can see, right? So there's obviously like the sand, the surfers, the, the ocean, the waves, the sky, the people walking or running or meditating, the, um, the houses, the boardwalk, the birds, you know, all the other wildlife, dogs. And then I was also at the same time, obviously thinking about everything I could potentially hear. So there was the, um, there, there was like some construction going on in the background. There's the crashing of the waves. There's people chatting. Uh, and there weren't, there weren't too many people out, so not too many voices. Um, there was just, I guess, like the sound of my own breath. And even, I don't even know, if it's not really a sound, but just like you can hear the thoughts in your own head, right? 
And then in addition to that, you know, the senses of taste and, and touch and, um, and, and smell. And I'm sitting there and I'm kind of being aware of all these things. And I'm, my challenge to myself was basically to, to see if I can uh, kind of like at the same time experience all of these senses at once. <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of funny, but really, even like as you're listening to this right now, you hear my voice, but see if you can almost experience more than a single point of focus. So like you could just sort of zone out and listen to my voice or you could incorporate like what you feel right now, like what your body is in contact with. You can incorporate, um, you, you could have, I guess you could say, let's say 10% of your awareness is on my voice. Maybe another 10% is on what your hands feel right now. Another 10% is on what this clothes on your skin feel like. Another 10% is on what you see. Another 10% is on uh, what what you can smell. Another 10% is on what you can hear. I think we have like 40% left. <laughs> um, another 10% is just on the awareness of all of this and being aware that you're aware. So, my, I, I mean, like you can fill in the rest, I guess, but... The point of it was just to see what it's like to experience um, consciousness in, I guess, like a different angle. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a little interesting morning experiment to do. Yeah, this is this is what I do, guys. Welcome to my life. <laughs> um, just kind of exploring consciousness. And I, you know what? This is kind of why I don't do drugs, I think, because I can just come up with these things to do, and it makes life very interesting without any of that stuff so um yeah i invite you to you know try it next time you go on a walk see if you can experience uh as far like another thing you can kind of do too is if you're on a walk see how far you can see while simultaneously how close you can see at the same time because you can obviously look in a certain direction but where your focus is see if you can like expand your focus almost like your peripheral vision too and everything that you can acknowledge all in one sort of moment. Um, that's also a cool thing to do. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's kind of what I did. And then I came back here, and I'm really working on my flexibility this year. Uh, I, I've always been super, super tight, like especially my legs, my groin, all those areas, because uh, I played hockey growing up, and um, I played lacrosse and you know a lot of sports. And, like, I would do stretching at the beginning, but – you know, you really have to stretch a lot to improve flexibility. And when, especially with ice hockey, when you're the skating motion just leaves your groin so tight. So I've always had really terrible, terrible groins. And this year I'm making it a big focus for 2021 to become like yogi flexible. Um, and I'm excited to see how that kind of impacts other areas of my life because it definitely will, you know, like I think, flexibility of the body equals flexibility of the mind and you know vice versa so i'm excited for that today we're going to hop in with uh, a question that we got from cat and cat asks my mindset to getting work done right now i am a college student and i struggle with doing long-term projects because of my negative mindset i'm a big procrastinator and i want to change that okay so you're a big procrastinator. Let's let's talk about that level one. Cat is to stop calling yourself a big procrastinator. So what whatever you label yourself is what you'll you will become. You know the there's a book called The Four Agreements. I might recommend to you, Cat. You should 
pop over to Amazon as you're listening to this and just pick that book up. The First Agreement, this is a book by Don Miguel Ruiz. Basically, four, four agreements to make with yourself to live a happy, successful life. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And you are not being impeccable with your word right now. You're calling yourself a procrastinator. So step one to not procrastinating anymore is basically letting go of that label. And instead of saying, I'm a big procrastinator, say, I am strengthening my focus and uh, motivation and discipline each day. Boom. That's true in the moment. And it leads you down a path of, uh, it leads you down a path of basically becoming better at not procrastinating. But where you put your attention and focus is where your energy goes. And right now you're sending your energy and your attention and focus into procrastination. Whatever you focus on grows. Whatever you focus on grows. So stop focusing on what you don't want and focus on what you do want. That subtle mindset shift will bring you into a more positive and optimistic mindset. Now, from a more macro perspective, Kat, says you, you say right now you're a student and struggle doing long-term projects because of a negative mindset. Well, I think like another thing overall to look at, and this is just a, an epidemic in itself, epidemic, pandemic. <laughs> um, this is a, this is an issue in itself. I think just the entire school system, like why are people being forced to do things they don't like doing? Why? You know, really think about it. Like, why do you have to take classes you don't want to take? Why don't you just pursue that which excites you? It's, it makes the most sense out of anything. Because if you do stuff you like, you get good at it. I say this on this podcast, I feel like once a day. But if you do stuff you like, you get good at it. And then when you get good at something, you have value. And when you have value, people will pay you for that value. It's just, that's just how it is. So, you know, um, I don't know. I, I guess my point here is like, it, we might be looking at more of a macro problem, but on a micro level, if you really wanted to just, you know, get rid of this problem cat and be like, all right, make a list of everything you love doing, then make a list of everything you hate doing. And then ask yourself, what would be the craziest thing you could do to eliminate the things you hate in your life and replace them by just doing all the things you love to do? Imagine if you really did that, like just, you know, just entertain the thought with me. Um, there's a Brent Fias song. It's like, I gave it all for a fantasy. Like, what if you just gave it all for the fantasy? Like, what if you just stopped? What if you just stopped doing all the classes you you don't like? And instead, you sign up for only classes you do like. Imagine that. So that's my two cents in that. I think if you follow those two pros- those two steps, you're going to, um, you're going to, you know, see a big shift. And I'd also encourage you to really go down the path of uh, obviously, you know, getting on the call with, with uh, one of my coaches and he's going to be able to dive a lot deeper with you on that. Now, the next one, uh, next question we have is our second question today is from Chris. Chris, this is a long one. It says, hi, Arlen. I have always been, I've always had the passion to work with the sports industry as a video coach slash scout for an NHL or NCAA organization, NCCA organization. I would as well like to build a sports branding business on the side. I constantly hear how it is important to finish my degree, but I feel as if I've done everything I needed to do in school. Particularly for this type of industry, it's more experience that counts than your actual university degree. What is your take on this? Uh, well, to be honest, Chris, I don't really know because I, I mean, like I would, I would definitely talk to and ask people who have the specific job or role that you want and ask them if they went to college and if they, if they thought their college degree was important in getting that position. 
Um, you know, I'm not going to be able to tell you because I'm not an NHL scout, <laughs> but you should talk to as many NHL scouts, scouts as possible. My advice to you, Chris, would be to make a spreadsheet and list out as many people who have the job that you want as, as you can find and get their email or contacts or whatever and get like as, about a hundred of them at least and then reach out to all of them and just ask if you could, you know, basically speak to them on the phone or something for maybe 10, 15 minutes. Say you're, you're young, you really admire what they do um, and you follow the industry very closely and, you know, you, you're just looking to kind of get your neck in the door. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, th- that's what I would really recommend doing. And when you do that a hundred times, you're going to get maybe at least, you probably get rejected a lot, but you probably get like a few, a few uh, responses that are positive. So in that sense, you'll be able to talk to people directly in the industry and actually get a real answer. You know, um, I'm not an NHL scout, so I can't really answer that for you. So, um, Good question though, Chris. Appreciate it. And let me see. I guess that's a good little intermission. Maybe we can kind of add another segment to this show. Maybe Ask Arlen is just one of the segments because sometimes, um, like, I only had we only had uh, a couple questions to go into today. Um, that being said, if you if you want to be on the show, just go to mindsetdesign.com/askarlen and ask me a question. I'll also set you up with one of my coaches. And uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty fun so far. I like doing these, so keep the questions coming. And let's see, what else is uh, what else is on my mind? What did I write in my journal this morning? Um, yeah, I just did some stream of consciousness journaling today. And uh, yeah, stream of consciousness journaling is probably one of the most high ROI activities that I do. <laughs> um, because I, I just write, basically, if you don't know what stream of consciousness journaling is, it's a method of journaling in which you just get a journal. And if you don't have a journal, highly recommend. Uh, it's not weird. It's not for girls. Journaling is one of the most high ROI activities that many, uh, multi-millionaire entrepreneur influence, uh, entrepreneurs do maybe influencers. I don't know. Um, but what I do for stream of consciousness is I'll just write the date at the top and then start writing random stuff for like two to three pages. And when I mean, when I say random, I mean like I literally don't even think about it. I just let my pen flow. And so what this is doing, it's really just tapping into my subconscious and allowing me to, to write out whatever it was that was on my mind that I wasn't able to kind of get out before. And when I started doing this, um, this morning, I, I was able to come to some pretty awesome, you know, conclusions about things that I really would like to focus on going into 2021. And, uh, and yeah, and then the other benefit of it is you can kind of go back and reflect on all your journaling. And this is something I do probably once a week or so is I'll just go back and, and look at all my, my notes and see like, what was I, what was I, you know, focusing on last week or three weeks ago and um, which notes maybe or to do's did I not do? And yeah, it's been super helpful. So like an, another thing I kind of wrote out this morning, I think might be helpful if you guys are interested in listening to this is... I wrote out, um, I wrote out basically karmas. So things I felt that I needed to do, uh, that, that were kind of undone that maybe were giving me bad karma. So, um, I'm not going to say exactly what mine were, but I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good person. It's not like I've done anything really that bad, but there's just like small things where I feel like, ah, you know, I really should do that. Or I really should say this to this person. And I haven't said it yet. Um, I'll like write those things down. And you know, after this podcast, I'm going to 
go and take care of those karmas and then probably feel a lot more mentally clear and open to new ideas after doing something like that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my little journaling technique and I've shared, uh, you know, some, some presence practices that you can take with you today. And, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Why don't you go ahead if this was a short one, but you can go and listen to some other ones if you want. And I will see you on the next show. All right. Have a great rest of your day. And that's it. All right. I'm done.